Shawty, what's all with y'all? Oh, hi. Coming to say you're lucky, fine. We got to cutting it off. It she know about the kid and fuck on my line. I'ma keep it up all with y'all. But Shawty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh, yeah. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think I won the lotto. All right, in today's episode of the Lovecast, I have Jordan and Butsy on, and we draft the most exciting teams going into the NFL season, and then we also talk about the potential for Lamar Jackson to go to the Pats. All right, here with Jordan and Butsy, we're going to be doing, actually, let's switch up the order. Let's talk about this Lamar Jackson thing first, and then let's do the draft. How does that sound? Sounds good. All right, so Jordan, is Lamar Jackson going to the Pats? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I highly, highly doubt it. But <laughs> what about Meek Mill? Uh, it's just the fully guaranteed contract doesn't feel like a Belichick type move to me. But and also we would have to give up probably Mac Jones and two first rounders. Or the other scenario would we we give up Mac Jones and then this year's first, which is the 14th overall, and this year's second, which I also don't see happening. But the main reason is I just don't think anyone wants to give Lamar a fully guaranteed contract. So, and I especially don't think Belichick would. I will talk about the hypothetical, though, because how awesome would that be? Oh, uh, I think Lamar on the Pats right now, we would be really, really good. I think we'd be awesome with uh, a Belichick defense and Lamar Jackson. The problem is, and the problem the Pats have had the last couple of years, is the lack of weapons and just no one on the outside um, as a receiver that can create separation, create any type of explosive play. And we still wouldn't have that. Now here's another hypothetical dream scenario. The Cardinals look to be rebuilding and Deandre Hopkins happens to play for the Cardinals. and looks like he might be getting shipped off and was spotted in Boston. I think that I, I could see more than Lamar because he doesn't need require a fully guaranteed contract. But if D-Hop and Lamar go to the Pats, then we're talking real contenders. And I could see us actually getting stuff done. If it's just Lamar, I still think we fall short. I don't think we can compete with the Chiefs and the Bills um, and maybe even, you know, the Niners or the Eagles. But, yeah, I don't – I just – overall, I don't see it happening. But if it does, I mean, I think we'll be awesome. Let's see. Yeah, that would be uh, obviously the dream scenario. Um, I I don't know, though. I don't think it's going to happen. A lot of speculation, uh, a lot of stuff just to kind of get the media buzzing. Um, honestly, with the Meek Mill stuff, texting Robert Kraft, obviously those two have a, a very close relationship. But <laughs> I don't think that um, – I don't think that Lamar would uh, – yeah, like Jordan said, I don't think Belichick would do it. I don't think it's a Belichick move uh, to pay Lamar a fully guaranteed contract. Um but also, I think if we do get Lamar, I think we would actually be very likely to get D-Hop. Uh, I, I think if one of those things happen, I think the other will as well. Um, because when you add a guy like Lamar, you're especially with the defense we have too, although losing Devin McCourty to retirement hurt. Um, when you have a guy like Lamar, who is an MVP or was an MVP, um, definitely can lead a team uh, in the playoffs, you kind of want to win. Um and like look to win rings and I think we can do that. Um and I think by adding Lamar we would go out and add one maybe two other more weapons. I know we already have Gasecki, uh and Juju which were great adds this off season, but going and getting D Hop as well could like Jordan said would really make us contenders. Um, but I want to talk about 
what had kind of happened internally with the Patriots. Uh, the news came out the other day that Belichick did go and shop out um, Mac Jones this offseason to a couple teams and had uh, not a lot of interest from teams across the NFL, uh, which is kind of understandable, but um, doesn't make me feel better about our situation in New England if we don't get Lamar. I think um, it was good that that got leaked out. I think that's a sign to Mac, like, all right, we understand why you're pissed. You didn't have a fucking offensive coordinator. So it's understandable why you're mad. It's understandable why you underachieved. But, I mean, now is the time. You got to get your shit together. You got to be successful, and you got to prove that you can win. So I think them getting that leaked, I don't know if that was necessarily leak or if that was one of those, like, purposeful leaks to, you know, rev mac jones up but i think that's a good move honestly i like that move i think it's time for him to kind of grow up in the way that he was handling things uh last season i understand his frustration because i mean it was a shitty team um and just a shitty situation with us like running the same plays over and over again that just weren't no offensive coordinator was brutal and obviously i think this year is going to be a little better uh with the offense because we have an offensive coordinator um but now at this stage it's kind of like the mac jones experiment in new england is almost over and so it's kind of like, what are our other options? Like, do we want to, you know, tank or do we want to play Zappy and, and, and see how he can do for a year? Um, and then maybe if he does really poorly, get a high draft pick and, and build up through that. Or do we go out and do we make a big signing in free agency? Um, but that's not what Bill's known for. We haven't had to do anything like this in whatever, 25 years because we had Tom Brady. And now that we have to do it, um, it's going to be interesting to see what direction he takes, but I I don't think Lamar is is going to be a Patriot by the start of next season. I would love for that to happen because I think that makes us a contender because we'll add some other uh hopefully D Hop as well. But that's, yeah, that's my two cents. I agree with all that. I I don't think he's going to the Pats either, but it would be fun. I actually, even though I'm a Steelers fan, I'm still kind of rooting for that to happen. I think that'd be really so. Cool. Uh, let's let's give our predictions as to where Lamar Jackson will be at the beginning of uh, on NFL kickoff day uh, next season. Who do you want to start with? <laughs> Jordan, go ahead. Uh, I mean, it just – it feels like nobody wants him still. <clears throat> um, I think this might end up with Lamar not showing up to OTAs, uh, no one trading for him, and Lamar playing for the Ravens. Um, and just I, – I don't I don't see him sitting. I know some people think that. Um, but I, I do think he stays a Raven. I think he'll ball out this year and and go sign somewhere else once he's uh, able to. Not not my idea, but I actually think he's going to the Colts. Um, Shil Kapadia from The Ringer, he's been talking about this a lot. The draft capital, he thinks it's going to happen after the draft is when you're going to see the movement for Lamar. Um, Jim Mersey being the, the guy in charge over there for the Colts, he's crazy enough to do that and to guarantee the contract. Um, they're a team that's just been without a quarterback for the longest time since luck. And they've had no luck. That was nice. What I just did after getting rid of him or not great podcasting, great podcasting, podcasting. probably not a smart idea to call it out while I was talking (laughs) about it, but you move on. Um, I just think Jim Mercy is crazy enough to do it and they have the capital to do it. Um, that being said, it would be interesting to see who they take in the draft. If they end up drafting a quarterback, which if one falls to them, I'm not sure. Um, then that kind of changes things. But I, 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 I think it might be the Colts. I like that idea. I'm going to throw a team out there, a fun team, uh, not not either of the two teams you guys stated. Realistically, uh, I think he will be a Raven by the beginning of next season. But a team that I think has the potential to sign him is the Washington Commanders. Um, 
Dan Snyder is selling the team. He has been one of probably the worst owner in sports for a long time. And I'm biased because I've watched a lot of part of my take and uh, PFT just rips him a new one pretty much every episode. He deserves it. He fucking sucks. You're not. That's just that's. Yeah, he's I mean, he's a horrible guy. Uh, that That's just the fact. And he's been a horrible uh, owner for a very long time. And now he I think he uh, put the bid up or his asking price for the team was six million. And I forget what it's called. Venture Sports Group, something along those lines. Uh, Magic Johnson is uh, one of the investors in that company, and they met his asking price of $6 million, or $6 billion, sorry. So if this deal goes through, kind of get a little bit of a younger, more ambitious um, you know, group of owners that want to kind of turn a franchise around, um, they have a lot of good pieces. They, have a, do, they do have a lot of weapons, but I think they could be a potential to go and get Lamar Jackson and kind of make a bold move to – you know, put this Washington team on the map um, and definitely in a very, very competitive uh, NFC East as well. I, I agree with that. I just don't think that, I mean, Baltimore and D.C. being so close to each other, being such bitter, bitter rivals, I don't know that deal gets done. But I think it's out of Baltimore's hands, right? If they make that offer, they have to yep. match. And then if yep. they don't, it's automatic. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting. I like that move. I like that idea. Let's get let's go to the draft now. We're going to draft our most surprised or – I think the best storyline teams going into the NFL, I think that's what we're going to call it. Most um, exciting. Yeah, most exciting teams, just like the teams that we're looking forward to, just seeing how their season plays out. Um, we're just going to go one after another. So we'll start with Butsy's with the first pick, then we'll give it to Jordan, then me, and then we'll just keep going one, two, three, one, two, three, like that. So, Butsy, with your first pick, who are you picking? I'm going to pick a team uh, that kind of fell short <clears throat> last year. Uh, I, I would say they underachieved, but um, – they have a lot of promise for this season, and that's going to be the Dallas Cowboys. Um, they made a fuck ton of moves this year. They got rid of Zeke. They franchise tagged uh, Pollard. Uh-huh. Um, they went out and got Stephon Gilmore to beef up that secondary, and that secondary was honestly one of the glaring issues of this team last year. And the fact that they go out and get uh, the former Defensive Player of the Year is just an absolute uh, incredible deal for them. They went out and got Brandon Cooks as well. They re-signed Cooper Rush. Um, CJ Goodwin is staying. Um, they got Stefan Gilmore, obviously. Um, and they did, they did lose Hayden, uh, not Hayden Hurst, um, Dalton Schultz, yes. which is going to hurt a little bit, but, uh, I still think that with the off season moves that they made, I think this puts them in a better position to win. Uh, I think Jerry Jones went out and made a lot of great moves, um, that kind of helped kind of eliminate a lot of problems that they had last year. I know that, that, that dual, uh, you know, that twin headed snake um, in the running back position last year for Dallas was great. But I think Pollard getting all of the um, um, getting all the carries and all the touches out of the backfield is going to be absolutely huge for him. I think that's going to make them a lot uh, more consistent. And Gilmore in the secondary is those are the two things that I absolutely uh, love for this Cowboys team. And I think they can do it. Yeah, I think I think this team is fascinating going into the year. I I agree. There's so much going on. There's so much. Is, is turmoil the right word? I'm not sure. Um, but it's just going to be interesting to see. This is definitely a big year. It could be a Dak Prescott question year as well um, on whether or what he brings to the table. Um, it's very interesting to see what happens. I'm excited. They did, yeah, a, lot of, they did a lot of good things. And they and, did. I was just going to say they, they lost Kellen Moore too. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, their new OC, Brian Schottenheimer, does. Yeah. And if they end up drafting, drafting, uh, Bijan Robinson out of the running back out of um, Texas, which I don't know necessarily why they would if they 
it seems like they didn't really like the dual back system with Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott. And now you're going to, if they do end up drafting Bijan, um, bring back another running back and do a dual back system again, that would be kind of weird. Cause I don't know how much they liked it, but it would be interesting kind of like the position they hold in the draft. Um, who they pick up is a very interesting storyline as well. So good pick butts. What's your pick Jordan? All right. <clears throat> Give me the Detroit lions in my first oh, pick. That was my pick. <laughs> All right. So last year, Third in yards, fourth in touchdowns, fifth in points scored. Offense was awesome. Goff has a career year. Amon Ross St. Brown looks like a real number one receiver to me. Uh, the run game was great with Swift and Jamal Williams when Swift was out. And when both of them were in, they, they looked great too. But third in opponents' points per game. So the defense was obviously horrendous. I mean, they couldn't stop anyone for the whole year. This year, this offseason is huge for them. They have two first-round picks, tons of cap space to sign free agents, they need to improve their defense. I think they will. Um, and I think, you know, those draft picks, mid first round picks, those are going to be impact players right away if they draft guys on the defensive side. So I think improved defense, clearly explosive offense. I think actually I think they can win the NFC North. I don't really believe in the Vikings. Yeah, that's a great pick. I I obviously wanted to pick them and um, just all the transactions they made in the offseason make them a really fun team. Um, and they were, they were so good. I mean, they were such an overachieving team last season. I think just everyone they've signed, everything they've been doing, I'm really interested in seeing how they play it out this season and they have draft capital. So I'm always excited to see how the draft picks fit in there. Um, my pick, fuck, this is going to be a tough one. I, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, I mean, I think the only pick that's kind of logical that's left on the board is the jets right now. I mean, I mean, this has to do mostly with Aaron Rodgers, but their weapons that they brought in are very interesting. I I like I liked the signings to a point. I hope they don't they don't um, overshine uh, Wilson there because I Garrett Wilson because I I'm a big fan of him. But um, I think this kind of hinders on what they end up doing to get Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I still think like the additions of McCole Hardman, Alan Lazard. Um, their defense was already really set. I love, we love sauce Gardner here. Like, I think we're all big fans of him. So they were really good defensively. Um, Brees Hall should be coming back too. And I mean, their offense, their offense is really what held them back last season and some injuries. And if they get, I mean, they have a good offense. They have better weapons now for sure. Um, if you get Aaron Rodgers there, hopefully, I mean, it's just going to be interesting no matter what. It doesn't have to be good or bad. It's just most interesting storyline. So I think the Jets are a very interesting team going into 2023 for sure. Yeah, I was just going to say, no matter what happens, if Rodgers goes there, they become a huge story yeah. obviously, of how good they could be. Um, and if he, if he doesn't go there, then they become like a huge story because it's the biggest tease maybe ever uh, in terms of a trade. And the Jets fan base will probably get clowned for years if, if this doesn't happen. So yeah, that's a good pick. I, I had them, uh, number three on my board. There you go. Um, but see, right. my second pick, uh, this is going to be a very, uh, I think controversial pick, but I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Uh, I, I'm going to pick the Denver Broncos just strictly because of Sean Payton. Uh, we know Russell Wilson. I really hope we know Russell Wilson still has the talent, uh, to go out and be an elite level QB. Uh, I really, really hope that Sean Payton can help it come in and turn this offense around. Uh, the defense was incredible last year. Uh, the defense was was kind of what kept them in every single game. I think there was a statistic, um, I think through week 11, that if the Broncos scored just 18 points a game, 
they would be uh, eight and three. So yeah. the problem wasn't their defense; it was strictly their offense. Sean Payton, obviously, with, with Drew Brees, and he he's an incredible offensive mind. I really hope that he can come in and change this team around. And I'm excited to watch them because I, they do have a ton of talent uh, on both sides of the ball. And I really think that with Sean Payton, this team can be unlocked. And if their defense continues to hold teams to, you know, under 20 points per game, that this team could actually make some noise this year. Yeah. And I mean, not to mention, like, it's going to be super interesting to see what Sean Payton does with Russell Wilson. Is he going to kind of like work to fit Russell Wilson's needs? Or is he just going to build a team around what he what Sean Payton wants to do? and sort of, you know, mitigate the decision-making and just Russ um, Wilson-ness of the offense. You know what I mean? They're just be like, I don't know, make it a Sean Payton-style offense that happens to have Russell Wilson as the quarterback, or is it going to be a Russell Wilson-style offense um, where Sean Payton happens to be the coach? That's really where I'm interested in seeing it. And, um, yeah, I mean, this we've seen that this team and the new owners are just willing to spend a bunch of money. So I think that makes them inherently interesting because they're not afraid to shake it up and take big risks. And um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I want to say too, just a, as a note for all of our picks, it's still obviously relatively early in the off season. Uh, I know there's been a ton of moves and a ton of talk already, but the draft hasn't happened yet. And that's a big time where players get moved for picks. Mm. Uh, so I think it'll be interesting to see, um, post draft and, and leading up to the season, whether some of these teams go out uh, that we're mentioning and make any more kind of big moves to help beef up their roster um, to help them go into next year. Yeah, I agree with that, Jordan. Uh, yeah, I'll just go into my pick. I had I had the Broncos on my board. It's a good pick. I'm gonna take maybe a sleeper. Don't know if you guys were thinking these guys, but I'm gonna go with the Browns. Um, Deshaun Watson played six games last year. He pretty much missed two full years of football um, with, with his off the field issues. He came back, he played six games, didn't look like the same guy. I didn't expect him to. I don't think anyone really expected him to his passer rating at a big drop. Uh, it was one Oh two in 2020, which is really, really good. Dropped to 79 in, in the six games this year, but I expect him, you know, six games under the belt. Now he's got a full off season. Um, I expect him to look a lot better this year. Amari Cooper was awesome last year. He's going to still be awesome. Browns also just picked up Elijah Moore, who I think is really talented and explosive if you can get him in the right spots. The Jets just seemed like they they weren't the right spot for him last year. Um, and then obviously that run game is phenomenal with Chubb, and hopefully they keep Kareem Hunt. And they got a really talented defense too. So when Watson first made the move to go here to the Browns, I think all of us knew how good they could be if they got the right version of Deshaun Watson. Um, and, and none of us were really expecting that to be right away this year, you know, in the, in these six games, obviously with his suspension. So we, we've all kind of been looking forward to what happens this year. And I think, honestly, I think this team can be really good and really exciting. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I fucking hate the Browns they're, I think they're my, one of my least favorite teams in the NFL, if not the least, uh, my least favorite, because I'm a Steelers fan. They have a shit franchise. Fuck them. Um, I also, I mean, obviously bringing into Sean Watson was kind of a, just a shitty thing to do. That was really bad uh, management on their part. Fully and he, guaranteed. Yeah, fully guaranteed. It fucked up the Lamar Jackson situation. That's all because of Deshaun Watson. And, I mean, you can blame the Browns, but the reality is, and the unfortunate reality is, is that a bunch of other teams reached out and did try to make that trade for Deshaun Watson. So it's a shitty thing that what he did, and he's getting rewarded for it. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not inherently interested in the Browns, but you make a bunch of good points. I'm just extremely biased towards them. So, yeah, um, I'm going to make my pick now. And I'm surprised they're still on the board, honestly. I thought they'd be gone by now. And that's the Miami Dolphins. I mean, the addition of Jalen Ramsey to tighten up that secondary, um, not to mention the Tua situation, what's going to happen with him. They brought in Mike White to, I guess, be a backup, which is a, a very good backup um, to Tua. Um, to me, like this is a question of whether or not Tua continues his career. Uh, potentially, if he gets another concussion, I do think he has to retire. Um, I honestly think he should probably retire now just with the amount of damage he's done already, but that's neither here nor there. It's not my decision at all. It's all his. Um, this team's just fascinating to me. There's a lot of moving pieces. I think they're they're trying to go big, and I think this is like a go big or go home season for them, and that's hard to do with a question mark at quarterback, and that's what Tua is right now. Um, you can argue that that's not fair due to his play level, but I think it's more about his health than anything. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they make a big shakeup here if stuff doesn't get out to the start that they think. So I think they're a very interesting team. I I, I agree. Um, I the Jalen Ramsey edition is great. Uh, the Mike Gusecki loss obviously hurts <clears throat> uh, hurts him a lot. I just don't have a lot of confidence in that quarterback room. Uh, no matter if Tua, like he hasn't been the same. He didn't look the same. Uh, before his, you know, he got deactivated for the rest of the season uh, in his second injury. But, um, like, I remember the, the Christmas Day game against the Packers. Uh, he was just missing wide open guys. He was overthrowing everybody. Um, he just wasn't on on timing and wasn't on the money. And it's it's obviously um, a scary situation what happened to him. And, obviously, we wish uh, and hope for the best and hope that he can return to himself, uh, how he looked at the beginning of last season uh, before the injury. But I, I don't have a lot of confidence that even if he does go out, Mike White can help carry this offense, uh, offensive load. Um, you know, Tyreek and Jalen Waddle are very – they're tough receivers because you kind of have to have that timing down because they're that fucking quick. Uh, so it will be interesting to see how they develop relationships with Mike White uh, throughout the offseason and then going into the season as well. Um, but I, I just don't have a lot of confidence in the quarterback situation in Miami. But Jalen Ramsey is obviously an incredible addition, one of probably the best corner in the NFL. What's your pick, Butts? My third and final pick. Uh, I'm going to go with the Jaguars. I'm going to oh, go with the Jaguars. They made some noise last year, but I really think that they can uh, take a leap, leap forward and kind of avoid hopefully a first-round matchup or second-round matchup with the Chiefs again. Um, obviously they had an incredible comeback last year. Doug Peterson looked like an absolute beast last year, uh, commanding and coaching this football team. I really think he likes Florida, by the way. I think that's just an ultimate Florida guy, uh, with the visor and everything. He's just a mega Florida guy through and through. Um, but obviously that crazy comeback against the Chargers last year, uh, Trevor Lawrence looked like the number one overall draft pick that he was supposed to be a couple years ago. So with another year under his belt, another year working with Doug Peterson, I think this team can absolutely take a leap forward. Um, do I think that they're contenders in the AFC? No. But do I think that they can, you know, kind of have the same trajectory as last season and possibly uh, make it to the AFC Championship game? Sure. I think that's their ceiling right now is making the AFC Championship game. Uh, I still think the Chiefs are in, uh, in the Bills. I think the Bills will get a little better as well. But the Chiefs are absolutely still the powerhouse in the AFC, and I think they'll take care of business there. But the, ja- the Jaguars um, – I like them. I think they'll finish second in their division, have a playoff berth, uh, and and make some noise again. Yeah, I like that pick for sure. I think they were on my big board. I think it's a very interesting team. 
Um, like you said, maybe a little bit of an overachievement this year, but I think next year is going to be where we really see some, I mean, this is, they're going to be, that was their first full season under Doug Peterson. They have, that's probably one of the harder seasons I would imagine is your first season with a new head coach. Um, they have that under their belt. I'm really excited to see what they do moving forward. They also added, um, Calvin Ridley as well as coming off yeah. of his year suspension for placing a 16 parlay oh, uh, that included shit. his team that he lost that week, but neither here or there neither here nor there fuck then honestly fuck the nfl there it's such a scummy organization but that's yeah. not that's not worthy of a year suspension but no, it's, it's not, not our not our call to make but i, I think everyone would agree with us there yeah jordan deshaun watson, deshaun watson got 11 games 11 yeah games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and calvin really placed one 16 parlay uh yeah. one time that included his team that he lost yeah. uh, that's a great, so that's, that's a great point jordan and butsy like in, uh, in betting I'm terms not- we understand that that's not really like really anything that he can control. Yeah. He bet on other teams as well. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's not, the NFL's fucked up. I have one final thought. Roger Goodell, more like Roger Baddell. You make it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was Thank good, Max. Uh, really yeah, no, I, I wasn't really comparing Deshaun and, and Ridley. I was just, you know, mentioning that Deshaun plow through, plow through it. Yeah. 11 games but that's whatever uh okay this point in the draft all my my big time guys are gone i only have two teams left on my board so we're kind of reaching here but i'm gonna go with the chargers the team that the jags beat last year in the playoffs so obviously had a huge lead what was it like 27 20 20 yeah it was something yeah, absolutely it was like absurd. 24 zero i mean we've talked about them you know before we talked about that game when it happened but I believe in Justin Herbert as a top five guy in the NFL. Um, I think they should have fired um, their head coach, but they fired Staley. Staley needed to go. Yeah. I think they should have fired Staley, but they fired Lombardi instead, which is good because I think their, their offense was the issue and it's not a talent issue. It was a play calling issue and a style issue. So hopefully Kellen Moore changes that. That's really all I have on the Chargers for why they're exciting is because Lombardi's gone. Kellen Moore, I think, can turn this offense around and make it as explosive and as effective as it should be. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's very, uh, very interesting. I I um, I don't know. I, I, I am it, – it's kind of do or die right now for Staley. Like, I don't think – I yeah. this is the job that I thought Sean Payton was going to go after, to be honest. Um, So I was surprised when – it happened that they got Lombardi out who we called for at the beginning of the season. I think we went on the show and talked about him needing to go because I mean, just what his play calls were for that. He was just wasting Justin Herbert. Who's like got elite talent. Um, So yeah, I think it's good that he he's gone. I think Staley has one last opportunity. Um, If he fucks up this year, I think he's gone. Um, And I, th- I just think this team's interesting. They are going to get rid of, Oh fuck. What's his face? They're running back that they have. I forget his name. Um, I think, yeah, Eckler. They have to, they're shopping him. I think he requested to be traded. So I'm interested in seeing what kind of haul he brings in because it should be a big one. And yeah, I think it's an interesting team. Um, my next team is the team that we opened up with, the Pats. Um, and I think we already covered it. Like this, there's a lot of moving parts. I mean, they got a new offensive coordinator in, one who's actually an offensive coordinator and has good ties in Bill O'Brien. And I mean, it's do or die season for Mac. It's, it feels like they're finally kind of figured their shit out. And I really think, honestly, guys, I, I'm if this is a bad season, what happens to Belichick? Do you think they kind of take away control from him and they're like, you're too old now. You need to just go go away. Like, I don't know. I, I'm very interested. I think there's a lot of repercussions from this season. 
And I think that maybe some big moves are in the way. On the I way. mean, I don't think power will ever get taken away from Belichick, but I do think maybe Kraft has that conversation where it's like, hey, man, how how much longer are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. And it's like yeah. maybe, maybe just think- a little nudge out the door starts to happen from Robert Kraft. Yeah, I think they would take – I think they – begin maybe even just start by taking being like he's just the coach now he's not gm and coach they won't they they'll never do that it's either he, you have him for everything or you don't uh after all the success this team has had but if the jets deal with rogers goes through which it looks like it's gonna this afc east is going to be absolutely fucking loaded like it's going to be bar none the best division in football and maybe like one of the best divisions in nfl history uh the way this is shaping out excuse me so if the Patrick lamar it might be the best division in nfl history Literally, uh, and and honestly, they're they're all four teams are going to be really fucking good no matter what. Um, but the thing is, I don't know if the ref, uh, if the record will reflect how good we are because we're playing teams like the Bills twice a year. We're going to play Josh Allen twice a year, uh, the Dolphins twice a year, which we always lose in Miami. That's just a fact. Um, and then you know we'll play Aaron Rodgers twice a year, which will be interesting. So like. I think we'll have. I think it'll be another consistent season of you know this this team has some wins where you're like holy fuck maybe there's a we have a chance this year maybe we you know can make some noise and then we'll go out and we'll lose to the Texans or something like that or have a really wire to wire game with the Texans so um, I'm expecting more of the same from the Patriots this year to be honest uh, but I don't know if there if there are record will properly reflect how good or bad of a team we are this year because of how loaded this division might be. That's a, that's a good point. That's a very good point. I I think it's going to be interesting because I could see you guys either making a huge move or, um, you know, like making your final decision on Mac or making a move to bring in DeAndre Hopkins or someone else. Or I could see you guys, you know, making kind of a decision with Belichick. But like you guys would know better than me about that. Um, what did you have to say, Jordan? Uh, yeah, I just want to run down. It was a good draft, by the way. That 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 concludes our draft. We each took three teams. Let's let's just run them down real quick. Uh, Butsy goes Cowboys, Broncos, Jaguars. I have the Lions, Browns, and Chargers. Max has the Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots. I'm going to come at this pretty unbiased. I I think Max actually outdid us here taking the AFC East. And I'm giving this to Max. I I don't love my team. Thank you, boys. I'm a fan (laughs) of my team. Uh, I think the Patriots could actually hinder this draft. Really? I I don't know. The, The Patriots, yeah. Maybe they they could be the most boring team ever if nothing happens. So yeah, like the, if if we don't make any like and I and I said this earlier too. It's it's still very early, uh, in the uh, off season. Draft hasn't happened yet. Um, and there's a lot of time until, you know, kickoff starts. I don't. I was thinking opening kickoff because opening day just happened. In the MLB. I think they just call it the kickoff, like 2023 kickoff. Uh, but a lot of moves to be made. If the Pats do nothing, they're just gonna be a fucking. Eight and nine, nine and eight team again. And you it's think you want this? Totally boring to watch. I do. I, I, you know, un, unbiased. I, I really think I do. I, I think, um, I think the only team that I'm not a huge fan of is the Jaguars. They didn't make a lot of moves, but I still think that they have a lot of promise and development to go through this yeah, offseason. I mean, yeah, Ridley's Ridley's an exciting move. Ridley's an exciting move. I just think the another year of Peterson and. Um, Trevor Lawrence together is going to be absolutely huge for this team. I, I, I really love that combination. I think Kraft is getting antsy um, to bring it back to the Pats. And I think another eight and nine or nine and eight or whatever season is going to be something that makes him kind of start to make moves because I think he is getting antsy. You saw him. Um, Belichick himself said that he's, he, it was something along the lines of like, 
taking a, a not as I don't know. It seemed like Kraft was kind of reigning in control a little bit um, and making some changes around the around the thing. Uh, oh, it, it was when they were talking about like the succession plan um, and bringing in Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator instead of what's his face, Matt Patricia. So um, I do think a, a mediocre season, while it might not be interesting to watch on TV, I do think there are storylines associated with a mediocre season that will make it a very interesting team. But I'm just biased because that's the team I picked. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Great episode, boys. Always love doing the drafts with you. Um, stay tuned for more episodes. we got a lot of content later coming out. Uh, if you want to, please check out our website. It's in the link tree, which is in our description. And you can find a blog by yours truly, Jordan Dyer. Jordan, why don't you talk to them about the blog piece that you wrote already? Uh, I did. I, I wrote a piece on Jalen Brown. I think one of our best conversations we've had on this podcast in a while was our Jalen Brown conversation with his recent comments. And yeah, it prompted me to write something. So I wrote, you know, a little article. It's up there on the website. It's called the Jalen Brown saga. Give it a read. Yeah, please do. Check out the TikTok as well, because that TikTok boomed. Yeah, yeah, that one got at the time of recording, that one has 30,000 views and um like 200 or 300 comments maybe 300 now i'm not sure but um and every day i open tiktok and there's like two more comments on it so that really people really went after that um so yeah shout out shout out to all of our accounts and um you can find all those in the link tree which is in the description of every episode and please give us a good review if you want to we it really helps us a lot um and it's really important to us so thank you all for listening we really appreciate you and we'll be back very soon with another episode. So thank you for listening and peace. Shot it was all with y'all. Oh, Coming to say you're lucky fine. We got to cutting it off. Nobody can fuck on my line. I'ma keep it up with y'all. But shorty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy. I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh yeah. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think I won the lotto. Yeah. This slow mulatto. She could be a model.